0: Sometimes in life, you've just got to do it shit until you do it good. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Fired Podcast. Yeah! (laughs) Fucking. What's up, everybody? (laughs) What's up, everybody? Oh, Jesus, if you guys don't know Peter McKinnon, you either will or won't get that joke, but who cares? Hey, everyone, and welcome back to a f***ing episode of the Fired Podcast. I'm swearing already, I'm jacked. It's, it's going. It's firing. We're firing. It's fired. We're doing it. All right. Uh, very, very easy to grasp concept for, for this week's episode. Something I came up with a few years ago, right? My, my variation on a thing that I'm sure a lot of people say in a much more intelligent and, and uh, more intellectual way that I've that I'm saying it which is <clears throat> do it shit until you do it good or do it shit and then do it good I don't really care how you splice it the idea or the concept is whenever you start something you suck at it right? Pick up a guitar and you're like, what's a string? What's a fret? What the fuck? It's a bad time. It's it's a, it's a challenging time. Okay. It's a challenging thing to learn. It's all of these things. Right. And that's all part of it. That's all part of the process. Day one is supposed to be like that. <clears throat> because if you don't know what shit looks like, you'll never know when you're good. So that feeling of like oh fuck I'm kind of suck at this that's supposed to happen. So you know, it's progress. You've got to get really good at running into those walls. I think I spoke about this uh, on the last episode. You know, recently in the last few months, I learned how to make coffee, and it's a it's a fucking practice game. I'll tell you what, because at the start, I feel like uh, you know I sucked at it, and I was like oh fuck how do I do this thing? Froth and milk was a pain in the ass, but. I got to a point within a week or two, and because I just sort of went ham on it, I watched some YouTube videos. Right, I spoke to a bunch of baristas, and I just did some research around it all. Just how I do, I like to learn things. I like to get good at things, and uh, I I just kept finding pieces, right, <clears throat> and stacked it all together. And then within two weeks, I was making decent coffee, coffee that was. Decent for the amount of time that I'd been making coffee. Then I fell into a trap of, oh, I'm pretty good at this now. I can make this. right. I know how to do this. And then I I sort of got to this point where I'm like, there's some inconsistencies here. Sometimes the milk's a little thin. Sometimes it's sort of too thick and just sort of... There's pubic hairs on my keyboard. They're probably not pubic hairs. They're beard hairs, but yeah. right. anyway, that's how it works. Distractions! Sometimes the milk was too creamy and too frothy, you know, sometimes it was sort of bubbled up too much, Uh, and then other times it was sort of fine, but just too thin, too watery. And I was like, what's going on with this inconsistencies here? And then I was like, okay, I'm going to have to start playing around here and trying new things, and I'm going to get worse before I get better. There was this like threshold of, I'm going to have to play around here and experiment with a few things. And I'm going to have to make a couple of shit coffees. And that's what you do. And you drink a shit coffee and you're like, "Ah, oh, it's not very fucking good or whatever. And it kind of creates this little hunger inside you. are like, ah, okay. Well, my next goal is to try and get a little thicker next time. This is a little watery. And then slowly and slowly, this spectrum of, oh, sometimes it can come out any which way, that gets shorter and shorter and shorter. And then you have a small window of like, okay, Three or four out of five coffees are really good. And then the fifth, you know, there's there's a spectrum of of still where it's inconsistent, but the inconsistencies are within a smaller spectrum. And that's exactly how it works with anything. You know, playing guitar, it was the same thing. I had to be fucking shit at it and it had to suck. When you learn any new song or guitar, it's a, it's a constant prog- progress, right? Because... Even if you're good and you know a song and you can play that song perfectly, when you start another song, it doesn't guarantee that you will be able to play the next song perfectly. (laughs) And you do. The first time you're playing a song, you just shoot it and you're like, oh, fuck, it's going to, you know, oh, oh, okay, i really got to hit that. uh, And you just, it's just a, it's a learning game every single time. And that's actually what becomes part of the fun. Guitar is like the challenge of learning a new song. Because once you've done enough times, your brain knows the, the procedure, the route, right? It goes, oh, we go from the song, you know, picking the song to finding a tab or finding a video on YouTube to sort of copy like a, a cover or something where you can sort of see what they're playing. And then you go from there to, okay, boom, these are the notes. This is the timing. And then you go, you just levels of just practicing it differently. And your brain eventually goes, new song, practice it, eventually get good at it. And then you get that dopamine hit. And so the brain makes that connection, that pathway and goes, okay, cool. And then starts to fall in love with the process because we know that the process leads to the reward. So your brain starts becoming hungry for the process, not for the reward, if that makes sense. So that's a really, really cool part of it. But with anything... Any single thing that you do, I look back to Jesus, like old Snapchat stories before I did Instagram stories or any of that stuff, made content elsewhere. It was all on Snapchat and it sucked. <laughs> and everyone who ever started that same thing speaking, everyone sucked at it. Some of my favorite fucking YouTubers, if I go back, all right, guys, go look up, go look up people for me. You look up Matty Hapoya. It's spelled with a J. Hapoya, right? And look back to his first videos when he was calling himself Travel Feels. It's like he's half asleep. He's like, you yeah, know, welcome Travel Feels. He's so nervous. He doesn't know how to speak properly. He just seems like he's tired because he's holding back so much. When he finally speaks properly and lets his dumb half Finnish, half Canadian accent come through, which is amazing by the way it's not actually dumb but when he lets that come through and just be himself it's so fun and he just laughs and he giggles and he's just a bit of an idiot and you just fall in love with the guy another guy Jack Jacksepticeye he's got this ridiculous Irish accent he had all his videos where he's like Whoop, and he's like he does his whip sound and he's like top of the morning to you, laddies and starts screaming at the fucking camera but if you find his first videos he was the same thing he was afraid of this like ...weird Irish accent that he had... ...and so he used to try and... ...reduce it and speak really slowly... ...and if you go back to old videos... ...it's... ...hello my name is Jack Septicay... ...and welcome back to another video... ...and it's terrible... ...it's like... ...what the fuck... ...and eventually he just let go... ...stopped giving a fuck... ...and just lent into the fact that he's a bit of an Irish larrikin... ...and... ...now he's a master giant following because of it... ...right... ...so... ...everyone sucked... I sucked. <laughs> now, once again, I got very good very quickly with that kind of thing. And I, 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 I hold the belief that everyone can improve their communication. Everyone can improve their speaking, myself included. So I'm, I'm definitely by no means the master of the game. But I've done it so much and I don't give a fuck and that I'm able to just put on a camera at any point and just be myself. That's a massive learning curve for a lot of people and it takes a lot of people a long, long, long time to get there. I was able to do it very quickly because one, I didn't care that I was doing it shit. And every day I just tried to do one part better. If you guys look to the last two podcasts that I uploaded, right, <clears throat> especially the videos of them, the, the episode 10, the video of that one on YouTube, the the intro sucks that there's a black screen for way too long. The fade in is way too long. I didn't like the effects that I put on it. I had a vision of what I wanted. Right, And that was last week's episode, episode 11. That that episode is the vision that I had for episode one in terms of the editing and the effects and the intro and how it looks. However, I was under a time crunch and it was like, I could spend all day getting this how I want it and never get this upload up and it'll become next week and the next week will be next week. And it's just, I was like, nah, this one's going to be a little shitter, but you know what? It's a fucking podcast and it's up. It's up for people to see. And was already a day late too, so I was like, nah, "It needs to just go up. It doesn't matter that it's not perfect. It's as good as it needs to be." Yes, there's some things at the start that I didn't like, but if you listen to it and you watch it, the actual content, everything I'm saying, it's perfect. There's nothing wrong with that. Look at look at the the next episode that I did though. Everything is exactly how I want it to be, and I got those comments, all those people messaging saying, "Oh, this looks so professional." And it's like. That's how the first one was supposed to look, but it wasn't there. Go back to the very first podcast that I have. Listen to the and I'm only at episode 12 here, right? So it's not like I've done podcasting all my life, but just listen to the very first episode. It's an MP3, not a Wave file, right? That was a that was a thing that I didn't realize I had to do. I had to upload it differently. Right? I should have known that because I'm a muso. And it the audio quality is all compressed and sucks. And I was recording on an iPhone speaker on a couch and I put all these pillows around it. And that was the best mic that I had at the time. And it sucks. Audio quality. Now, the, 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 the speaking in it, my presentation in it is fine. Nothing wrong with that. However, it's shit. <laughs> From a technical point of view, the audio quality is terrible. And so that's part of it. But you have to be willing to do it shit. You gotta be willing to do that. If you don't do it shit, how will you ever do it good? And I think unfortunately we're in such an age of everything's over-edited and filtered and (coughs) excuse me. And and everything we see on TikTok. All of it is just so overdone. And that's cool. People aren't even using their real voices. There's this. Tell me you do this without telling me you do this. <laughs> the fucking generic TikTok voice, right? Which is now all over Instagram reels. Very few people use their real voice or ever speak on the camera. Why? Because it's awkward and you suck at it. And no one likes hearing their own. The whole thing's weird. The quicker you just shut the fuck up and push through all that shit, the better it will be. And. I'm not telling you this from a person who's just, oh, I'm just a person who doesn't give a fuck. And a lot of people say that about me. (laughs) My brothers, so many people have said to me for ages, like he just doesn't give a fuck, does he? Right. (laughs) But, and I, and I don't now, but I'm definitely a person. And this is not an old me thing. This is still present in, in, in in present day me. I have so much of me. That's like, I, I do want things to look a certain way and be perfect and be polished and You know, I want to do a good job on things. You know, I I take pride in my work and I want to be at the level that I want to be, not the level that I'm at now. And I think that's the other thing. It's like, you want to be at level nine, level 10 in something, but when you start, you might be at level one or maybe you're at level three or four, but in your mind, you think you're level 10, right? So there is a fucking, there's there's a big fucking learning curve, but there's also, I suppose, a mindset shift. And I think that's the biggest part. The learning curve is just like, oh, it's going to take you a while to get this, but the mindset shift of it's okay to do it shit until I do it good. And I'm, I'm no by no means saying I am a a big believer in a big proponent, is that a word? On mastery and getting really good at things and, and caring about your craft and working hard on it and practice and growth and progress. I love all of those things. However... You can't get there until you're ready to do it shit. So don't just do shit. Don't do things shit forever. Don't do it shit forever. Fuck. Don't do that. <laughs> but do it shit until you do it good. Or even better, do it shit and then do it good. And trust me, it's frustrating. One of my brothers is a fuckwit. He can, I have seen him pick up a unicycle and within, I reckon, 30 to 40 minutes, be able to like, actually probably less, be able to ride a unicycle. Now, if he rode it every day, I'm sure he'd get even better at it, but he would just pick things up. I saw him go from like an idea in his head, like, oh, I'd love to juggle and then start picking up some balls and juggling. I think he read a juggling book briefly about it. And he just, I I, I swear to God, I reckon he did it in a few days. Meanwhile, one of my other brothers, he's more like me, every day came home and grabbed the fruit from the fruit bowl and tried to juggle and he had to start with two and then three and eventually had to juggle that way, uh, much to my mom's dismay with a lot of bruised fruit <laughs> every day and he'd put it back in the fruit bowl with the bruised part underneath so she couldn't see it. And then when she'd go to grab the fruit, she'd be like, Kevin! <laughs> it's like Home Alone. Kevin! <laughs> Uh, and uh, I was the other end of the spectrum, right, similar to my brother, uh, but uh, the one who juggled with the fruit, but I uh, I gave up, because I was like, I didn't really want it enough, to be honest, but I, I wanted to be able to do it, because they could do it, and uh, I, I was young at the time, and I didn't know how, I just, I just couldn't get it, and I was just like, now nah, fuck this, uh, and I, you know, put my time and effort into learning other things, like guitar, or whatever it was, or uh, actually did a bit with animation and, and that kind of thing in, in high school as well. Uh, so I, I've done a few things, right? But this whole idea of do it shit until you do it good is one of the things that has allowed me to to go really far. Even um, when there was a new job that I got years years back, um, no longer the job now, but I, this new role I got in, 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 a, in a company in there wasn't really a handbook on how to do it because it was a new role like that it was created, you know, uh, it wasn't a pre-existing role in the company. So th- th- there was this feeling of, well, how are we going to do this? Cause no one's really done this before, you know, within this business or so how do we make sure we do it right? And I remember th- that being a big mantra of mine that I kept saying to myself is, you know, and telling other people is, Oh, you know, I'm going to do it shit. I'm going to fail at it until I do it good. And, and that was a big thing. Um, that also really kept me going when I started learning jujitsu. I I'd heard, i listened to a few podcasts about it, and the point of view that these people had was it teaches you failure because you have to fail, not just when you're learning and, and trying to get good, but literally every session you might get tapped out. And if you're not getting tapped out enough in jiu-jitsu, um, then you you might sort of need to start stepping up your game. Maybe you're just bullying all the, the kids. Because <laughs> I could choke out the kids, but I couldn't fucking choke out anyone who fucking knew what they were doing. All the fucking mad dogs, they would just destroy me. Snap my leg in like two minutes, and so I'd be like, ah, oh my God, ah, tap. And one of the things that people used to say a lot when I started Jiu-Jitsu was I had a lot of tenacity, right? Because I would go from being tapped out to immediately being like, all right, let's go back in again. Because... I'm only going to learn if I keep doing it. You know, I need to struggle out of these positions and just learn and be super comfortable with failure. And uh, trust me, there is nothing scarier than knowing that someone's on top of you and they're just squeezing the fucking life out of you and you just feel helpless and you can't escape and you do this 10 times over and you can't escape. Eventually your body just goes into an anxiety response because it's like, I don't know how to escape from this and it's terrifying and if this was a real situation, I would be dead if this wasn't like, we were not a mat, And just knowing that you can't escape this thing and this inevitable closure, right, is fucking terrifying and you got to get really comfortable with doing it and just existing in it. There was times where I'd just tap out and everyone's like, oh, but I haven't, I haven't even choked you out yet and I'm like, no, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I just can't, I'm just, I'm done, I'm, I'm fucking tapping out of life, I'm, tap, I'm tapping out of the mat, I'm done, fuck yous, I'm out, <laughs> I'd rather do nothing ever again than live through another fucking, <laughs> another squeeze like that, uh, uh, so, that's another piece, where it's like, you gotta just cop it. You got to get choked out 20 times and then get choked out 19 times. And literally that's a win when you first start out and you're a white belt. <laughs> that's a win. I didn't get choked out. I prevented the choke. <laughs> and that's not the end game, but that's a win at the beginning. It's like, oh, I didn't get choked out at the time. I survived the five minutes or whatever it was. So yeah, man, that's uh that's part of it. It's all part of it. And if if that could be just a little guiding piece for your little mantra that, oh, I'm just gonna do this shit until I do it good, and I'm just gonna keep doing it and I'm gonna look for those small wins and I'm just gonna continue to make progress, it'll make a massive change to your mindset and your psychology around how you do everything. And you will get really good at doing things because you'll just try more and more and more things. And learn more and more things because the learning in the shit part becomes fun because you don't resent it. You don't hate it. You know that, well, I'm just not shit at this. I just can't do this. I'm supposed to do it shit. And that's part of my process until I do it good. And then when you get good, do it good until you get great and do great until you get amazing and keep doing amazing until you're a fucking master. Until you are the wizard of your fucking craft. Until you're like, You shall not bash. Fuck, that's also relevant in jiu-jitsu. Because you're you, you not past the gut. I just, I, I figured some shit out. How's that, huh? You're welcome. We all won on this episode. <laughs> so let that be your mantra. Do it shit. Make progress. Keep fucking coming back again and again and again. Repeat. And man, watch what fucking happens. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. You guys are awesome. Do a cheat until you do, do good, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye! <laughs>